Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Stern warning from the Philippines' health chief the number of new COVID-19 cases in the country could reach new record highs if the latest surge continues. Health Secretary Francisco Duque III now urging local government units to be more proactive in identifying and tracing cases to avoid an even bigger surge. Malapit na pong umabot dun sa atin first surge nung nangyari July, August, uh, uh, and September. So, kinakailangan ho talaga mahinto itong uh, mga kasong ito. At uh, kung hindi po, ay baka lumampas pa tayo, mas mataas pa doon sa atin na uh, July, August uh, peak of uh, COVID cases. Hanapin na po nila sa mga komunidad, sa tulong ng Barangay Health Emergency Response Teams, yung pong mga tao na nagpapakita ng sintomas. At sila po ay kung maaari ilabas na po kaagad at uh, i-isolate para hindi na po makapanghawa, i-test po kaagad at uh, magsagawa na kaagad ng aggressive contact tracing. Para nang sa ganun, yung pong mga nakasalamuha ay uh, ma-quarantine na. The Okta Research Group's latest data backs Secretary Duque's statement. The group projects new COVID-19 cases in the country to reach 10 to 11,000 daily by the end of the month. They're urging the public to do their part and, if possible, implement a so-called personal ECQ. Unique to a person's needs, but those who, who can contribute by staying at home for a while, uh, please do so. Uh, we are requesting people to do, to do this. It's also for your personal um, because uh, and your safety, because right now we don't know how much of the virus is spreading. I mean, there, could, there, there is a lot of the virus spreading uh, right now in, the, in communities outside. And you don't know where, when you might get infected, you know, just sometimes you just take off your mask for just a few minutes and you can get already uh, infected. And, and that's why, uh, you know, having this kanya-kanyang uh, quarantine would help us, you know, reduce mobility. Um, you know, we could refrain from going to, you know, leisure activities. On Monday, the Philippines recorded 5,404 new COVID-19 cases, the fourth highest single day tally since the start of the pandemic. Metro Manila mayors again restricting minors from going outside their homes. The Metro Manila Council has agreed to reimpose the ban on those under 18 years old beginning tomorrow, March 17. The restriction will be imposed for two weeks as part of efforts to curb the spike in coronavirus cases. It was only last month when Metro Manila mayors decided to lower the age limit for those who are allowed outside to help jumpstart the economy. With the presence of new variants, local health authorities must conduct constant surveillance and enforce interventions at villages and even at the household level. Dr. Beverly Hall of the Philippine Health Department's Disease Prevention and Control Bureau says delays in testing, isolation and contact tracing must be reduced. First of all, I think we need to understand that this entire response to the pandemic is a pendulum, no? So it's not a one-way direction wherein you 
you win round one and then that's it, no? So it is several rounds with the virus, especially now with the variants. So our um, strategy also needs to tighten up and also needs to be more um, consistently applied. The Philippine General Hospital reports the highest increase in COVID-19 patients over the past four months. PGA spoke, makes that PGH spokesperson, Dr. Jonas Del Rosario, says out of their 180 beds for COVID-19 patients, 156 are now occupied. He adds they also don't have enough ICU beds for patients with severe COVID-19. We only have 30 beds for oh, our oh. ICU. And it's full. This morning, it's full. Um, and so sometimes uh, we are forced, uh, because sometimes patients do come in and they're really unstable and we need to tie them over in the emergency room. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. our emergency room will look like a war zone with intubated patients. Some of our mild or even moderate cases will turn sour and they will become severe or critically ill. Um, then you're, you're stuck and then you cannot put them in the ICU right away because it's full. So sometimes we need to convert a room or a, or a part of the ward as an ICU. Del Rosario also says the PGH needs more volunteers to augment its workers. When I was asking this morning, uh, what are we going to ask from the government uh, in terms of uh, help, you know, uh, yes. equipment, maybe if they can send some more volunteers from the Department of Health. Okay. We used to have volunteers from the Department of Health and DOH was the one paying for their stipend yeah. or salary. Oh, oh, maybe, maybe 20 to 30 will be a, oh, a, a good start. Meanwhile, the PGH is aiming to complete its vaccination of around 6,000 health workers by Friday. Nearly 4,300 frontliners at the hospital have already been vaccinated. More European countries are suspending the use of AstraZeneca over possible serious side effects. Germany, France, Italy and Spain are all pausing the rollout of the vaccine. They're joining Denmark. Norway and Iceland in halting the use of the drug after reported cases of bleeding, blood clots and low platelet count in some patients or in some recipients. As for the UK, it says it has no concerns over the vaccine. The World Health Organization also calls on the public not to panic. Of the 300 million doses that have been given to people across the world, of course, using different vaccines, we, there is no documented death that's been linked to a COVID vaccine. So I, I think that while we need to continue to be very closely monitoring this, we do not want people to panic. Um, and we would, for the time being, recommend that countries continue vaccinating with AstraZeneca. Independent monitors are reviewing the results of AstraZeneca's vaccine trial in the U.S. to determine whether the shot is safe and effective. That's according to America's National Institutes of Health. If the data involving 30,000 people are positive, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration can complete its review and issue an emergency use authorization for the vaccine in about a month. And we're all kind of waiting uh, day by day. Uh, to hear what that outcome might be, because it's about the time, based upon when they uh, completed enrollment, uh, where we would start to see a result. And I think we all hope it will be another 
really good news story, and we'll have been the fourth vaccine to add to the list that will enhance our ability to get everybody immunized as soon as possible. And we got to think about exactly what's the effort that's going to be needed for the whole world. Uh, the U.S. and particularly our FDA is kind of the gold standard for assessing safety and efficacy. The Philippine Senate under complete lockdown after an employee tested positive for COVID-19. Dozens of Senate employees are now being monitored. And Senator Risa Ontivero said she is among those undergoing quarantine after being exposed to the positive case. Over at the lower house, Anakalusugan Representative Mike Defensor and Negros Oriental First District Representative Justin C. Lim Kai Chong also confirmed they have tested positive for COVID-19. The rollout of COVID-19 vaccines in the U.S. ahead of schedule before taking office, President Joe Biden pledged that his administration would dole out more than 100 million jabs in his first 100 days. But on Monday, he claimed that milestone can already be achieved in the next 10 days. This comes as the government also begins to distribute 100 million stimulus checks to Americans under Biden's newly passed COVID-19 relief package. But as I said last week, it's one thing to pass a historic piece of legislation like the American Rescue Plan, and it's quite another to implement it. And the devil is in the details. It requires fastidious oversight to make sure the relief arrives quickly, equitably, and efficiently with no waste or fraud. In business, Skyway Stage 3 remains open to motorists. That clarification coming from San Miguel Corporation President Ramon Ang after an earlier announcement said the expressway would be closed indefinitely beginning this afternoon in compliance with a directive from the Toll Regulatory Board. Ang says they are now coordinating with the Transportation Department and the TRB about the matter. For its part, the TRB says it met with technical representatives of San Miguel on Monday, but it denies ever issuing any sort of closure order. These ramps are not issued to us. They explain to us and they clarify to us that many or most of these ramps will be completed sooner than expected. And they are giving their best efforts to complete it ahead of schedule. We also discussed the matter of their toll collection system, which we hope will be working as expected in order to prevent any glitches or flaws that we had experienced in last December with regards to the RFID system. Skyway Stage 3 officially opened to motorists in January to help improve travel within Metro Manila. It waived fees while awaiting for official toll rates by the TRB. The Philippine Senate eyeing an investigation into the alleged scam in the importation of pork into the country. Citing sources from within the Agriculture Department itself, Senator Panfilo Laxon revealed some DA officials have been earning about 4 million pesos in kickbacks from imported pork. Laxon says they stand to gain more money if the proposal to slash pork tariffs while increasing the minimum access volume for pork imports is implemented. Ang kalakaran daw sa ngayon, nasa mga 5 pesos to 7 pesos na per kilo. Yun ang lagay. So kapag itinaas mo yung volume from 54,000 to 400,000 metric ton, napakalaki ng lalo yung uh, profit margin. 
Agriculture Secretary William Dar says he will order a probe into the alleged scheme, but the Anakbawis party list doubts the DA will be able to address the issue. It says the agency is notorious for corrupt practices such as the fertilizer scam. In sports, the Milwaukee Bucks staved off a late rally by the Washington Wizards to earn a 133-122 road victory. The Bucks nearly squandered a 26-point third-quarter lead. They leaned on their two-time reigning MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo to guide them in the clutch. The Greek freak came through with his third straight triple-double with 31 points, 15 rebounds, and 10 assists. The Bucks, winners of four straight, are now just two games back of the Philadelphia 76ers, who currently lead in the Eastern Conference. Another NBA team on the rise is the Charlotte Hornets. The Charlotte or Charlotte rallied from 15 points down in the second half to defeat the Sacramento Kings 122 to 116. Terry Rosie and Gordon Hayward led the comeback, combining for 51 points. The Hornets have now moved into a tie for fifth place with Boston in the East. And that'll do it for today. Thank you for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Play back this newscast to an ANC's YouTube channel and on ANC 24-7 on Facebook. Keep safe. Keep it here on ANC.